Welcome to Bequeen Yourself, the podcast, conversations to grow, serve and inspire you on the journey to becoming the queen of your mind and your life. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyer, founder of The Breakthrough Nurse, registered nurse, master mindset coach and dog mom. I help my clients, nurses, healers and empaths just like you go from burnt out, feeling unworthy carrying and believing their limiting beliefs to feeling like the queen they are. I am so excited that you're here. Let's get stuck in. Hey queen, before we get stuck in, I want to share something really exciting with you. Founding member spots for our Nurtured Nurse Inner Circle membership are now open. For less than a cup of coffee a day, you have access to your home to nurture your nervous system, to become the queen of your mind, to work on your inner world and create a really deep, beautiful relationship with yourself, as well as level up your life. All the details that you need are in the show notes. And if you have questions, then reach out. Welcome back, everyone, to the first episode of Bequeen Yourself for 2023. Season two is here and we're kicking off with the most amazing guests. I'm so, so excited to have the beautiful Gem and Sarah here with me from Sister Said So. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. Oh, you're most welcome. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. It's going to be a goodie. I already feel that. Yeah, we've so, got to get used to saying it, don't we? 2023. Yeah, I know. And writing it and down writing it. in the doctor's notes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. If you don't know the brand Sister Said So, then you may have been living under a rock, but I will fill you in. So it's an Australian brand created to empower, inspire and connect nurses. Sister Said So really is the go-to brand for nurses' apparel and accessories, and they really help nurses to feel comfortable and confident when they wear their stuff. And I just got my compression socks from them in the mail, and let me tell you, they are so incredible. So They're very um, you, Hang. They're very you. They are very me they're the best mm-hmm. colored pinks I've ever seen and yeah <laughs> we'll be wearing them to death that's for sure perfect so, we're glad you like them <laughs> exactly looking after those legs yes thank you so much so we always start with queen moments here so these are any moments where you've had a win where you've been proud of yourself so I'd love to know from both of you what your queen moments are for this week, for this year, I can say, actually, because we're in the first week of the year. So whoever wants to take it away. Go for it, Sarah. Good <laughs> girls. I'm going to be honest here, and mine isn't anything very inspiring, but <laughs> I've been really unwell and I'm slightly getting better. And my <laughs> queen moment for this week was just getting around to washing and brushing my hair. Like it's been... <laughs> A job. Yeah. Good on you for owning it, babe. Good on you for owning it. I'm really owning it. And I I actually really hate brushing my hair. I love (laughs) it if someone else does it. It's wonderful. But doing it myself, it's just a drainer. So I've washed and brushed my hair. And you did it. 
I've washed and brushed my hair this week, ladies. That's incredible. <laughs> and it is a task. Thank you. And especially being unwell. And that yeah. is a definite a queen room, moment. That can be really hard. Yeah. Anyway, that's my little moment. It's it's small, it's simple, but it love made it. a difference. I love that. <laughs> definite queen my, moment. Thank you. My queen moment would be, oh, well, I've got a four-month-old, so I'm just getting used to moving my body again. And New Year's Day, I got up and I went on an 11K beach hike with some girls, some I knew, some I didn't know. And it would have been really easy to just say, nah, it's the first day of the year, I'm starting slow and kind of just mope around all morning. And I was like, nope, get up, get in with nature. And it was the best way to start the year. And I felt great for it. So that made me a queen for the day. (laughs) Yeah, I love that so much. Well done, you. (laughs) Thanks very much. (laughs) So who are you ladies outside of nursing and outside of your amazing business? I'd love to know more about you both this is a funny question one because we're completely consumed with our business with our business baby can so relate like, how do we even answer that I know we talk about it as in it's like our baby together like yeah Gemini and yeah. I love baby yeah totally. <laughs> who's the dad and who's the mom <laughs> well we say top deck it's our little top deck baby top because deck. I'm chocolate and she's upstairs as vanilla <laughs> so it's our little top deck top baby, deck baby. <laughs> um but we Beautiful. yeah we sleep what is it eat sleep breathe this this business so when you ask us about what we are without it we have to have to really actually think about it a lot Mm -hmm. and the other thing we talk about with um nurses it's such a big part of your identity right so if you meet someone in and you you're at an event and they say oh tell me a bit about yourself and guaranteed one of the first things that you'll say about yourself is I'm a nurse um it's such a big part of our identity even when we're not on the ward yeah so Absolutely. in that instance, it's sort of, yeah, it's a really big question because you have to really think that next layer. If I take that bit away from me and I take the business and I take nursing, who am I? So if yeah. I ask myself, I think if I could wake up every day, exercise, put my feet in the ocean, pat my dog, spend time with my family, I think I'd be pretty satisfied. Mm. I think that's, that's, that's a little summary of me. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's, mine's very similar, Hannah. Like, um, I have to say, you know, I'm a mum, I'm a wife, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend. And the best moments for me are enjoying those moments with all of my favourite people with some good food, good drinks. Oh, yeah, good food. Um, And it doesn't matter where I am um, as long as I've got those things and the people around me, I'm I'm happy. Mm, That's that's what it's all for, for the moments. I think, you know, we talk about this baby and what we're building, but at the end of it, it's for the moments that you have, um, mm. the special people around you. Like that's that's the best thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. And we are exactly yes. I love that answer so much, and I love what you said there, Gem, too, because it's something I see a lot in clients. Is like nursing consumes our identity, and for all the nursepreneurs, business can yeah. consume us too, and so. That's why I love that question because it does force us to think, well, like, who am I without all the labels and who am I without everything? So awesome. And it does come back to being present in the moment with those that we love and having the things around us that we love too. So awesome. That's the point of it all, hey? Mm, That's why we do what we do. Exactly. I remember following 
sister said, sorry, and both of you from what felt like the very beginning when you had a few hundred followers on Instagram and <laughs> you were sharing like nurses stories over your page. And um, I think you did share mine and I was like chuffed. I was like, oh, this yeah, is so cool. Did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and watching you both grow, watching sister said so grow and like all the new products that you've brought out and just like your business baby evolve has been so awesome. And I'm so grateful to have seen that from that start point. So I'd love for you to paint the picture for those listening and just take us back to the beginning. How did you two meet and how did you come up and birth this idea of what is sister said so now? Yeah, it's, um, it's been a journey and it's still ongoing, obviously. Um, look, Gem and I have been nursing side by side for over a decade and, um, you know, that we've, we've gone through different trajectories of our nursing career. Um, I stepped away for a little bit after like kind of climbing up to like ANAM, um, went on mat leave. Um, and while Jem was kind of navigating, she'd gone into the research space, um, uh, cause we first started on the ward together in adolescence. Uh, and then I went on my little mat leave journey and didn't know what I was going to do. Well, go back to where I was or, um, go somewhere else within the nursing space. And I ended up kind of navigating back to, to work side by side with Jem again. Um, we just always have each other. We have, we've got this magnetism and, you know, back, um, in some of our scariest moments on the ward, there'd be moments where Jem used to know me better than I'd know myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and she'd boost me up. So that kind of, we all, you know, have these feelings as nurses of the negative self-talk. Do I even know what I'm doing that, you know, um, these, these anxiety moments of, I, I don't know if this is right, you know, what am I seeing here? And Jem would often, like, if I knew she was on, on a shift, I knew that she would be my safe person to, to be able to share and have those moments of, mm. um, you know, can I, I could go to her and say, can you just come and see this? You know, is this what I'm seeing? Um, you know, so we, we've always had this, um, you know, work we've worked well together and knew each other so well um and then I guess when we were sitting together Jen might need to you know add in eventually I'm um, taking over here but um no no it's good I'm loving hearing it from your side it's great <laughs> we're, sitting, um, we're sitting side by side because uh, research was kind of we've we had uh, you know hands still in the clinical space but research was a bit of like admin stuff and we we're sitting side by side and we we're just having another moment of feeling really unseen and unheard in, in our, in our area. And we kind of started to talk back and reflect on what we loved and working on the ward together. And one of the things that we were always really good at too, was we were really good at boosting each other up, but we were also very nurture, nurturing towards mm. the new and inexperienced nurses. So then the student nurses on placement, we always gravitated to them, the grads, we'd always have a grad every year. And we were always so wonderful at making sure that they were in a space that they felt comfortable clinically um, mm -hmm. and had someone that they felt that they could talk to when they had those same feelings that we were having. Um, and, you know, having that was great. We, we loved that one-on-one, -on -one, but we're like, how can we make this that we can reach out to the greater um, community of our nursing um, um 
the people out there, other nurses, like how can mm. we reach out to more than just this one-on-one? And that's when the brand was born. So we started with the building, the community, sharing the stories. And it would be, you know, we might put an uplifting post on and we'd get DMs from students going, oh my gosh, I I really need to see that, mm. see that today. You don't understand how much that um, that's helped me. And we were getting all these DMs flooding in and like, we've, we've really got something here. And we just kept mm. building on that and just trying to be a, a safe space in this new millennium as well of social interaction and connecting in a different way through Instagram. Um, mm. And then, then we started to build on the products as well, because we knew that that was also another touch point uh, for our community and a way to ground a nurse on a shift mm. so yes that's kind of like yeah. says when you um like just talking about what you were saying about when I, when I was on a shift you'd be relieved you know yeah. and I felt the same and, I'm, and I think every nurse can relate to coming onto a ward and seeing a per- or you know they might have been so anxious on the way to work thinking god I don't know what I'm walking into I don't know who's in charge I don't know which colleagues I'm going to be working with and that whole fear and then they get there and there's either this huge relief because oh that person it is there yeah. yes and I know they'll have my back or oh god I don't know anyone what am I going to do here mm. and um I think we could all I think everyone will have someone yeah. in mind when you say that I'm I can't imagine. If not, I'm really sorry that that hasn't happened for you. And I hope you find someone um, that kind of grounds you like that. But Sister Said So wasn't really ever about products for us. Um, that's grown and that's amazing. And we're so proud of what we're creating. But with the grounding thing that you were just talking about, Sarah, is the idea that um, when you come onto those shifts and the person that you'd hope for isn't there to support you, you need a reminder that you are still capable. You know, sister, you've got this. So you can, you sort of have that initial, oh God, how am I going to do this? And then we want the brand to be so prominent that when you look down at your socks or you look at your earrings or you, you know, you look at your scrub cap or your fob, it's not as gorgeous as the products are and nurses deserve to feel gorgeous. It's more than that. It's the idea that you look at those pieces and you go, that's right, I'm not alone. There's a whole community out there of people that feel these feelings every day. Um, and the fact that I can recognise it means that I'm in control of it and, you know, can empower myself to lead with confidence, don't doubt myself. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, that was sort of where it all came from, the idea that, you know, that people need to be constantly reminded that they've got this, that they're capable. And yeah. what a great way to do it in wearing things that make you feel beautiful. Mm. Mic drop. I love that all so much. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> it's, so like we, it's funny how listening to you talk about um being there from the beginning and yeah. um and, and we remember it too, sending contacting nurses and saying, you know, we'd love to hear your stories and sharing them because if you can resonate with one other person who says, Oh my god, I remember feeling that, then tick, you've done your job. Um but we so when we decided we needed products as kind of a way to ground people. We made a decision about crew socks at the time. It was well before we realised, hey, the next generations are really looking after themselves a lot better. Compression socks are in. Um, so we went with, we designed some crew socks. And the deal was when we started the brand that we didn't want to launch until we called it, what was it? The thousand campaign was plus a, one. A thousand, thousand plus, plus one. one. And so <laughs> the idea was that we needed to have over a thousand followers before we would launch our first product. So that was that was such a fun thing to think, you know, that, and, and, you know, when we did launch our first socks, it was probably mum, dad, a couple of best mates. They were probably the first <laughs> yeah. few purchases and then growing from there. Um, but it's amazing to see the growth 
and that means and then and then the products that have come from that yeah mm. like even um the the next thing that we kind of did how was we tried to really kind of um put those actions into place within our own we called it our own backyard so within our own hospital we did lots of little kind of pay it forward sister and you know we had moments where we'd walk around the wall we decided on one of our lunch breaks like we're just going to go around and we had new earrings we had the heartbeat earrings which was we're pretty special yeah they're our ogs OGs. (laughs) anyway so we decided let's walk around let's go to some wards and let's talk to some nurses and just say how's your day going how Mm. are you um and I remember we both went up to a ward and there was a bit of a fuss around a particular area and we'd spoken to one girl and we said, you know, how are you going? How's the ward feeling? And she goes, oh, I'm going not too bad, but um, this one of my friends is having a really tough day. And we're like, oh, okay. So we went over to this particular nurse and just said, hey, how's your shift going? And she just looked like she, there was just nothing left it of her. Broken. She was just mm. broken. And she proceeded to say, look, you know, last night I was on a PM my patient died. Um, I'm back this morning and she was just having a really tough morning as well. And as you know, as nurses, you often deal with these traumatic situations, but don't have the time to process uh, process it. So she's back on on an AM and just really finding it hard. But the beautiful thing was her colleagues were really circling around her because as Mm. we do as nurses, that team cohesion like in this particular space it was really healthy um and we just kind of talked to her and then we just said we want to give you some earrings um and her, the look on her face she just started to cry she's like you girls have just made my day yeah. um and it was just a beautiful moment so we kind of kept doing that and and we you know sometimes we'd go down to the cafe and put a tab on the on the local um, on the local cafe and say, you know, any staff members that come up, just, you know, say this one's on, um, sister said so, and just really trying to kind of embrace that, you know, Give back. giving back and looking after, um, looking after each other. Mm, that's so beautiful. I feel like the energy of your business is that nurturing, but empowering vibe. And you both really embody that too. And it's mm. so awesome to hear you speak about like their products as an anchor point of that reminder of support and like you've got Mm. this like keep going remember your power um and it just like resonates so freaking deeply with me because that's Mm. like the body of work that I'm in um like internally so just yeah had like shivers all the way through both of you sharing that and I call them truth bumps like when and ever anything really deeply resonates with me I get these like goosebumps I'm like oh yes truth bumps that's cute (laughs) I'm gonna start using that yeah like you probably feel this too Hannah when you're when you're in a space of just feeling completely overwhelmed sometimes it is that physical thing that can just like kind of get you back into the space and get you back to that rational thinking and that's that's what Jen was saying that's what we want the grounding of our products to be that physical Mm. reminder in that moment because sometimes in those moments things can just you know get out of control and you know that little fob watch or those earrings just you know trigger you to go breathe Mm. breathe, and I, I can get through this um yeah and I think if we I think if we have to nurture nurses because if we ask ourselves who do you want to look after your family at the end of the day you want the highly skilled nurse that's been around that's learnt 
all the, you know, all the right way of doing things. And yeah. if we don't nurture them, they're going to leave and yeah. they're going to do other things. And we, so many of the wonderful nurses we worked with went off, went on and did other things. Mm. Um, and part of that is burnout. And if mm. we're not nurturing and looking after these wonderful nurse, nurses, they're not long in them. You know, it's only a couple of years before they're thinking, what am I doing this for? So we really need to make sure we're, we're looking after this community. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's incredible. And so seeing where you guys started and what Sister Said So has grown to now, as we all know, being business owners, it's not a walk in the park. It's not just posting quotes on Instagram. It's not just showing up. It's actually a lot of mental, emotional energy behind the scenes. So what are or have been your biggest challenges on your journey as nursepreneurs and what did you learn from overcoming them or walking through those? Mm, I think um, key message for us, stay in your own lane. (laughs) Stay in your own lane. And I say that because it's such a fine line between doing your research um, making sure, you know, that you're up with it, that you know what your niche market's wanting, um, but you can also get very consumed in what others are doing. Um, and so we've had to really, and I think this is where the difference between if you work on your own or you run a business on your own versus having the ultimate partner is that, you know, as humans, we're always going to get caught up in times of thinking, oh, you know, we should be doing this. Ours doesn't look like that. What if we do this? And then by having two of you, there's always someone there to go, whoa, 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 stop. Get in your own lane. You're in your own, you know, we've got our own plan. Stick stick to the goal. And I think that's been a really big thing for us to learn and to continue to learn. Like we're still reminding each other of that all the time. Yeah, mm. and I think the other thing, Hannah, is for both of us, the fear of being judged. Um mm. Although we're so passionate about and we believe in this so much and we still um, have a lot to give and lots of growth to um, come from Sister Said So, there's always that fear of people hating on it. Um, Mm. And it's been really hard to work through that sometimes and um, own it and be the face of Sister Said So. And um, it's not that because, like I said, we're proud of it, but it is that that fear of people just not being kind. Um, Mm but we've let that go and we've, you know, we're putting ourselves out there more and, you know, we've, we've got some reels up, like we're real. Yeah. Nurse. That was a big Girls. step for us. Reels are that hard. That was a really big step. Reels are hard. <laughs> Getting your face step. on the camera is hard. Yeah. And TikToks like, so it's really like just owning it and, and fundamentally we want people to know us because then that's, that's knowing sister said so and, and what mm. it's authentic and why, what, what it's about. Um, people buy from people um, and mm. people relate to people and you know we've been there we're still there uh, and I think it's a it's a really good good thing that we've learned is face it mm. yeah don't be afraid don't be afraid mm, such powerful lessons there <laughs> don't compare yourself to others stay in your own lane and show up as you and don't listen to the haters haters gonna hate yeah, yeah. haters gonna hate <laughs> And I think as well, I know I've had similar 
things where it's like, oh, if I say this or if I put myself out there, then will people take this the wrong way? Will they, will it land the way I want it to land? And you're so right. Like you do have to let that go because it does stand in your way to showing up and reaching Mm -hmm. the people that do need to hear you. And I always tell my clients, and this is a belief that has really helped me is perception is projection. So everyone's projecting from their own reality, their own pains, their own hurts. And if Mm. someone is, you know, and social media is a projection minefield. So if someone is like just blatantly hating or you know trying to tear someone else down then I always think about well obviously they're not happy within themselves they've got mm. their own shit happening they're yeah. triggered it's about for whatever them reason. not you mm, exactly and that just that reminder has helped me so much so I love that you both um were so authentic in sharing your your learnings mm. and I think it's going to help so many people who listen to this mm. So how on earth do you juggle mum life, business life and nurse life and being business partners? (laughs) Juggle, juggle. It's a bit of an understatement sometimes. Like you feel like, am I actually really juggling all of this? Like in all honesty, it does, you know, there are moments where you feel like you have dropped the ball in some areas of your life. Um, But maybe that's more just being hard on yourself. Because mm. it, it is tough to manage it all. Um, but I think Gem and I, because we've worked together for so long, we just have this kind of unspoken understanding. And, you know, when it's not expected that we sit at our desks at 9am every day. Um, mm. But we do make, make a point of touching base as much as we can. Like if anyone looked at our text messages or our um, shared notes, I'd be just like, flabbergasted <laughs> maybe tens of thousands of screenshots so much stuff screenshots i've got an idea i've got an idea i've got to tell you now <laughs> write this down <laughs> um so it's about yeah kind of managing that um the ways of working together is often um not traditional um but it, it works for us uh, what do we say we say says we say life by design not by default default yeah exactly Ooh, love yeah. that yeah, so I guess too, it's, you know, lots of people talk about the work-life balance and I, I think sometimes it, that word balance can set you up for failure because you automatically think 50-50. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's always possible. Sometimes you're more business, like you might be 80% business or you might be 40 You've got a deadline or something. Yeah. yeah, things, it, it fluctuates. So kind of blending the two I think is more attainable um, and knowing that it can it can shift. So you might be Sarah's more- are so good at that. She's always reminding me if I get too caught up on the balance thing. She's like, no, no, no. Remember, it's the work-life blend. Oh, yeah, the mm. blend. Not- and it does. It shifts the pressure. That's yeah. such a good reason. Having to get everything perfect. And I yeah. think we also have moments, Hannah, where, you know, we were friends first. Um, mm-hmm. So we have often have to set ourselves boundaries and say, okay, so can we just have a moment of bestie hats on here? I need, mm-hmm. I I need, need a hug. Friend. I need a hug. I need my friend. I need my bestie. Um, yeah. And so kind of setting those boundaries too with each other. And then it's, and then we have like, we'll have like a quick bestie moment and it'll be like, okay, so I was thinking this. Anyway. Back to it. And we have the other side of that says is we have, um, so we're both very strong, very strong natured, very stubborn women that like know what we want. And so we've, we've 
kind of prefer, not in it it's an endearing term that we're pig-headed right so yeah so we use it to our advantage because when we have to talk about something uncomfortable because we don't agree on everything so it might be you know a customer needs some additional support or we don't agree on a product that's been developed or we've got different visions so we do this thing now before we have those uncomfortable conversations where we go okay can we just put our piggy snouts on for a sec let's just have a piggy snout moment and all that means is it's a safe place to just bounce ideas off each other and basically convince the other person that your idea is better. <laughs> and then whoever wins at the end, that's how we, because at the end of the day, you've got to make a decision about how something's going to go. But it really, it's sort of before you even get into it, it actually says, okay, we know this is going to be uncomfortable. We know we're both stubborn and then enter conversation. And it works really well because it, it does. It puts us solely into the business zone and removes the bestie side of things. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and I think we've really put in great boundaries for that. And it actually starts with little pig snout, snout emojis. We're like, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're texting, we've both got a baby on our hip. And we're like, can't talk, can't call you right now. So I've got no tone on text, but here's the two piggy snout emojis. <laughs> so you know out. that. <laughs> Yeah. That is so brilliant. I was going to ask if you two ever argue, but it's it's piggy snout moments. That's so piggy brilliant. Snout moments. One oh, time we had oh, a fight. On, oh, um, yeah, you start it, Jim. Night shift. <laughs> we had this sort of event. What, night shift's five, great six, for it. Seven years ago. So we're already mental <laughs> because it's yeah. night shift. We always and we were that. trying. Oh. <laughs> we were like, remember the time we had that fight? And our it was first um, fight. It was our first fight. <laughs> we had to do a nurse um, drug kelp competency, you know, one of your annual ones that you have to tick off in the hospital. Yeah. And it was it was drug kelp, so you had to get all of them right. And we were so tired and we had, um, it wasn't definitely wasn't the first night shift, maybe third. So by then, yeah. you know, you're definitely crying on your way to work. <laughs> and yeah. and um, we, were, we were like piggy snouting at each other about the answer being wrong we were so sure that of different answers each and and then we just like argued and it was like we didn't talk and then we're like damn it I really need your help I and I need it. you to I... check this patient yeah. for me <laughs> I don't want to fight anymore I love you I'm sorry we thought about really drug help and then we're like we're never gonna fight again ever <laughs> never again yeah that is brilliant that's amazing. I love that you carve out the space for those uncomfortable conversations because a lot of people avoid them. But obviously being business partners, you really can't avoid those conversations. No, you gotta keep it's it real. Detriment. Yeah. So yeah. our biggest challenge was recently, um, because we our warehouse is in Bayswater and we kind of, we'd had great conversations around our growth. And then it's like all of a sudden we did some huge growth and hadn't had a chance to touch base about it. And what we got, so so I moved to Torquay and the problem was that we're like, okay, well, who's going to be in charge of dispatch and who's doing, you know, we have different roles. And I think we had got to a point where we were just so busy trying to make sure that we were being seen and getting jobs done that no one was actually talking about, okay, who wants to be in charge of what? And then we reminded each other that um, there are a lot of successful businesses where the partners don't live down the road from each other, you know? So actually it's, it's going to be fine. And then, but by being able to bring that up and talk about acknowledge new growth that we hadn't really seen and or, or had a time to look at, that really kind of helped us reset, I think. Yeah. And it was a so good you just reminder. communication. Yeah, exactly. The communication and a good reminder that the reason why we're so good together is we bring different strengths to the business. Mm-hmm. Hannah, and, you know, it's not feasible to split every job 50 50 because you want to make sure that you're feeling like you're doing everything in equal amounts. Um, it's important sure. to, you know, 
gravitate and you do the roles that you are best at um, within the business. And, and it was about us just talking that out and working out, well, you know, what, you know, what do you feel strongly about? What are you good at? Um, and really owning certain aspects and, and, you know, creating a structure around that as well. And it, it's a better way to work, um, mm. working with your strengths and work and you're working with each other in the end anyway, to mm. build the greater good of sister said so. I love yeah. that. What well, star sign are you both? Just so I know. I'm a Taurus. And I'm a Scorpio. Oh, good. How do they work together? Have you got any fun facts for us? Yeah. Uh, my best friend's a Taurus and she's so stubborn. Um, <laughs> and my moon is Scorpio. So like we can have a bit of a sting if someone pisses us off. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> can but confirm. The sting, yeah, the sting, Hannah, I'd just like to say is, I think I'm a really patient human and I take on a lot, a lot, but when you, when it gets to the point that, you know, I'm really ticked down, like it's just coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fiercely loyal. So don't mess with anyone in my circle because even if they're wrong in my world, they're right. Yeah. You're back. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. Reflecting on your journey growing your beautiful brand and looking back at who you both were then at the beginning and who you are now, knowing that like for anyone who doesn't have a business listening, I always say like your business is an extension of who you are, but it's also Mm. the biggest personal growth journey that you Mm. will ever go on because all the shit that triggers you the stuff that is in your way you literally have to deal with that you have to confront that to move forward and it's never actually about what's happening externally it's always our internal response to that and you just grow and you bloom so much when you choose to step forward through challenges which obviously you both have so what do you love most about who you have become through that process Mm -hmm. I feel so much braver. Mm, I love that. Yeah, so much braver. I think about um, the person I was through school. I always made the sensible decisions, you know, the ones that that the safe bet, that we're going to get the sure thing results, you know, not risk-taking. And if you'd said to me as when I was, you know, younger, oh, you know, you're going to take a risk and just put everything on the line and, and build a brand and a community, I would have just thought, oh, no. I couldn't, I mean, that sounds wonderful, but I couldn't possibly do that. That's someone else will do that. You know, that's not in my, that's not in my future. And um, I'm doing it and I love it and I'm brave and proud of myself. Mm, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. You're yeah. You're brave. Yep. You're amazing. That's incredible. Yep. Yeah. A bit similar here. I, I just, I thinking about it today, even I was like, I just feel like I'm exactly where I need to be right now. Uh, and I'm really proud of how I've got here and um, who I'm doing it with. Like, Jam, mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for anyone else um, that I'd want to do this business with. Like, it's just, we just are the top deck. We're the ultimate package. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, I've always kind of been the kind of person that's run my own race. And um, I've been blessed with parents and my late grandmother who always just instilled this confidence in me that, I could do anything I wanted to do. Um, and I think I've really just kind of 
taken on um this baby and and run with it and I, I love learning and I'm not I'm not saying that um you know we learn every day don't we yeah. says every day there's exactly. something new. I'm no expert at running a business but I'm I'm well, doing something right <laughs> <laughs> well we live in a world where the resources are there too yeah, yeah. Right? and like, it's can all you imagine reaching out to people that who might be able to help you as well you know mm-hmm. you yeah. network around you and connecting and um that's and the internet the internet's an amazing resource as long as you choose the right right ones right things to look at yes Mm. Mm. Um, and I think of the the saying you know fail fast learn fast and Mm. I think that's something Gem and I have done really well and we always we fall forward we just yeah you know we just keep going and it's those failures that have kind of been the making of us and mm, mistakes are inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And if you worry about making a mistake, you're not ever going to learn and mm. you're not ever going to get, you're not ever going to move forward. You've just got to keep going and, and give it a, give it a shot. Be brave. Yes. Amazing. I love your relationship with failure too, because you don't actually learn much from winning. It's the failures that grow you the most. So mm. Mm. And you guys are like kicking goals. I saw your recent campaign with Oz Post. Bloody yes. amazing. I was like, yes, girls, when I saw that. So <laughs> how did that feel? Like, have you taken a chance to like sit with that win? Just tell us about it. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Hannah. Uh, we're very honoured and humbled by the whole Oz Post experience. So it actually started last year, we were nominated um, for the Small Business Awards. It's called the Local Business uh, Heroes. And um, we won last year. Uh, So that was amazing in itself. And then we were asked to come back and do a photo shoot with them um, to promote um, the campaign for this year, for 2023. So so much fun. It was so much fun, but even just the process of being involved in um, the nomination. So our beautiful uh, local post office that set up our business account reached out and said, hey, we really want to nominate your business. And and it was really lovely. We had to answer a few questions and it was about, you know, how are you contributing to your community right here, right now? And it just so happened to be um, kind of in the thick of, well, we're still in a pandemic, but we, Gem and I, had seen firsthand that a lot of our um, tea rooms in hospitals had been stripped of cutlery, plates, uh, and even, you know, people having lunch weren't even allowed to have lunch in that space because the square meterage rule would mean that there's too many people in the space. So mm-hmm. people were forced to eat outside in marquees and it was just, it you know, it was a different world. So we decided to... Um, to try and help um, by um, sending out, we created uh, some reusable, um, biodegradable, sustainably made cutlery, and we started sending that out to um, nurses where we could in large amounts so that we knew that nurses out there, when they were getting that break and getting to the break, they weren't scrounging around trying to find cutlery. Um, They could just, you know, go and sit down, have their break. Take your full break, yes. Take their full break and in enjoy their meal with some cutlery and not, you know, not wasting time and being able to kind of reboot, recharge. And can also add that cutlery is cute as fuck too. (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, so the the cutlery you're talking about has been developed since. So Ah. it was um, the the initial 
stuff we well how long was it ago was it a year ago now yeah. um yeah and it was sort of that was the spin-off from it it was like oh this is actually we're on to something here so we after we'd done a heap of donations we're like actually this should be something that's available all the time yeah. um and that's where we tied in our one of our well another spin-off of our brand is um the off-duty range which is all about kind of on your days off yes we still identify as nurses but getting in the headspace of like this is my time I need to fill the cup before I can go back to work I'm no good unless I look after myself all that sort of stuff so we have a whole range which is about embracing that called our off-duty range so now we've combined that initial cutlery release with our um off-duty brand so that's Mm. why that gorgeous cutlery is yes we we are very proud of that that little set. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love that yeah. you had that thought to donate all of that cutlery though and you're, you know, dealing with real on-the-ground issues in the nursing community at the time and you're just being there and, again, nurturing those who need yeah. it the most. So that is brilliant. You guys are like I love love your energy, your passion, but also – like you're solving problems for the nursing community, which is so powerful. And Absolutely, we need people yeah. doing that because yeah. it's it it's a tough job without all the extra shit that's going on at the moment. Totally. So yeah, nurses need to feel seen and, and looked after. Mm. Yeah, it's the little things that, you know, feeling that recognition, feeling seen, having having a proper break can, yes. it can make mm. take your breaks. Take your breaks. <laughs> you're yes, not a robot, everybody. Need to eat. Yeah. Need to wee. And go to the toilet. Yes, you need to wee. You need to wee. I don't know that we can help in that space, but it's just yeah. Maybe someone just said so catheterization. Next product launch. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that leads perfectly into my next question for you both. What can we expect to see from you in 2023? Oh, yeah, so 2023 for us is all about um, building on the community. So, yes, absolutely, there'll be more wonderful, beautiful product styles, colours coming. Um, but if we go back to, again, what we're, what we're really all about is this building the community. So we really want to put some more energy and time into getting out there, you know, to nursing events, um, saying hello to other nurses, sharing stories, sharing laughs, sharing tears, Um just to really reinforce that you're not alone, we get it, how you're feeling is normal. Um, the more nurses we can reach, the, the you know, the bigger this can be. Um, yeah. And we really honestly feel that by by meeting people and being on the ground, we, we're going to have more of a chance of actually building this movement um, than if we're sort of hiding behind a, a camera. So we want to, yeah, we really want to get out there yeah. and um, keep encouraging all these beautiful people to put themselves first yes amazing Mm. I love that do you have any advice for anyone who is listening to this and thinking about starting a business as a nurse or wanting to start a side hustle become a nursepreneur you know they've got that little idea in their heart and they haven't acted on it yet what would you say to those people do it Mm. Yeah, do it. Life is short. If anybody knows, there's nobody else that knows it more. Nurses know that life is short. Mm. So do the things you want to do. What is the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Really, what is the worst thing that can happen? Boom. 
Um, and I think we, um, I think we, nurses underestimate ourselves. So yes, we, you know, clinical skills, depending on the area, you're better at, you're stronger at some things than you are on others. But um, generally we are project man- managers in scrubs. Project managers in scrubs is what I'm trying to say. And ultimate so, problem solvers. Ultimate yes. problem solvers and teammates. You can, you know, we work with anyone. The multidisciplinary team, we're, we're all over it. So really a large part of running a business is troubleshooting most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we have issues on a daily basis and we, we have, we're always saying, okay, well, how are we going to manage this one? So no different to what we do on the ward. Yeah. So, yeah, nurses yeah. are total queens. They really are. It's just a lot of the times we're like, well, at least, you know, no one's going to die from. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Having an idea and trying to implement it. It gives you a perspective nursing that I feel has grounded. Well, for me anyway, it's grounded me into like what is important, what's not important. And it's, you're so right. Like those skills are transferable to the problem solving, mm. the critical thinking, like putting out those metaphorical fires you do that in business Mm -hmm. too so why not just try and Mm -hmm. go for it go for it yep so you're both peds nurses and that's awesome and I'm glad there's people like you in the world because working with small people is not my forte in fact they (laughs) scare me a bit so (laughs) what are the highlights and lowlights of being a peds nurse Look, I think, um, yeah, so, so you go, Seth. Oh, uh, I just, I, I think we're both, we're just drawn to working with kids and mm. the good thing with kids is their honesty, like, and when kids are sick, they're sick, but when mm. they're good, they're good and they get on with it. They, you know, they don't mope around, they're off. Um, yeah, they don't get and, in their own way. There's not, oh, I was sick last week. I'm just a bit slow. It's like, no, I'm better now. <laughs> I'm all good now. Like their resilience is just so admirable. Um, and I think also working with kids, a big part of it is working with their families. Um, and you learn really quickly that, um, you you know, whoever's with that child, mum, dad, they you've got to be their mate too because that child is looking at their parent and if you haven't got the parent on side and got the parent in a calm space, trusting you, child, yeah, that child's feeling that straight away. So um, it's a real big, like you, you feel like you're in PR a little bit too, because you've got to go in that room and own it, own that space um, and make sure that, you know, mum, grandma, whoever's there is also comfortable with you um, and what you're about to do, because at the end of the day, that person on the bed is the center of their universe and mm. um, you, you, you're managing that, but you're also managing someone that's really vulnerable um, from an emotional point of view because they're just terrified about what's going on with their child. So it mm. is a real big juggling act um, and you get really good at, um, you know, looking after a room of people, not just mm. the child. Mm. Um, Hannah, can I ask you, what is it about um, peds that scares you so much? I had a prac um, when I was a student nurse and just putting yep. the blood pressure cuff on some kids, they were like screaming and I was like, oh my God, this is not for yes. me. <laughs> I yes. was like, everything yep. is like a challenge. Like with yep. an adult, you just slap it on. Like if you know them, obviously, and you've got that yeah, rapport, true. but with a child, yep. it's just like, there is like a block at They'll tell every you thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're savage. <laughs> what about drug calcs? Does that scare you? 
the drug help um, side of things? I think giving drugs to a smaller person is what scared me more than the calcs. Like, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I think it would be yeah. the administration side of it. Because I feel like we come across a lot of nurses that th- that say, oh, I'd love to do peds nursing, but I'm too scared of the drug calcs. Ah. And, and um. And it's sort of like, no, I, if, you know, if that's the only thing holding them back, don't. It's kind of like, I feel like when we get taught drug calcs at uni, it can really intimidate you, yes. um, especially if you haven't been taught correctly. And then if you don't learn it properly the first time, you're like, shut yeah. it down, can't handle, you know, yeah. the smaller people, bigger cal- calculations. So anyone that is really interested in peds but scared of drug calcs, can I please just say, don't let that stop you. Mm, <laughs> I think it's important. That's not that point. bad. So that's scary. Not that bad. You've got this. Yeah. Mm. But the other thing, I guess, you know, you asked about highs and lows, Hannah, like we, there's a particular patient group that we would regularly see where Gemini worked and that was um, children with cystic fibrosis. Oh, yeah. And the journey that you'd go on with them, like often they'd come in not, not too unwell, but they'd come in regularly just to have a tune up. Like we'd call it a tune up just so top up of antibiotics some physio, um, some time Check out. on their nutrition. Check on their yeah. nutrition. Um, and they might be quite okay in themselves, but then sometimes they might be really unwell and the tune up's been too long in between visits. So you could be managing yeah. a really unwell, um, patient as well. But I think the trajectory of um, people with CF, what we'd see is we'd see them grow up on our ward and mm. you know, they may get to the point where they start to deteriorate and you've kind of watched that progression mm. and and then the next step would often be a lung transplant and um, where we worked in particular, um, you know, you'd go through if someone was on the transplant list every time they were in the hospital, it'd be this kind of like, are they going to get the call? Like the families would, you know, be on, you know, on edge. When, when will we get that call? And um, it would all, it would be such a bittersweet moment because you'd obviously be really kind of. Such a big part of their journey. Yeah, such a part of their journey. You're kind of excited. Invested. And you're so invested in them and their families. for them to get that call. And and then it would be a really quick could, goodbye because once they went on the transplant journey, they it would happen in an adult hospital um, and then all of their management from there on in would happen in an adult facility. So we'd kind of mm. have this real quick, oh, my gosh, it's all happening. They got lungs. Um, they're, they're getting lungs. They're getting lungs. And then yeah. we don't see them again. And it's mm. like how do you kind of um, – and for them, like it's such a big transition. They've had their whole childhood in a, in a – children's hospital and then they're thrust into the adult um, world as well so it's a it's a big deal um, for mm. them but yeah they've always been close to our heart beautiful population group yeah, yeah. patient groups yeah gorgeous yeah yeah that would definitely take an emotional toll though but also what an honor to be part of their journey such and, a privilege yeah. yeah and that's what you have to remind yourself and I think that comes yeah. with experience I think mm-hmm. early days you kind of feel like it's your own grief or your own pain or yes. whatever it is um, and then you quickly learn that your job is actually to provide a service really to mm. the family and to the patient to make sure that they're, you know, well taken care of. Um, and doesn't mean you don't go and pop into the storeroom and have a good cry. Mm. No, no yeah. one's saying that, but you have to kind of figure out when's an appropriate time and make sure that you're kind of putting the feelings in the right place. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. 
Mm, that's such valuable insight for like into the peds world. And I know mm. that's going to help so many people. Any parting words of inspiration that you would like to leave our beautiful nursing community with? Oh, says we have to say it, wouldn't we? Sister, you've got this. Got yes. this. Sister, you've got this. Yes. Yeah. Just repeat it, repeat it. It's um it's um it's become our mantra. Um and it's become our hashtag actually. Yeah. Mm. Hashtag sister, you've got this. Um and it applies to absolutely everything. So when the negative thoughts start coming at you, I can't do this, I don't know what I'm doing, I've missed something, it's your shield. Sister, you've got this. Just yeah. back away, negative thoughts, sister, you've got this. Beautiful. Yeah. I bloody love it. That's amazing. Yeah. So where can everyone go and buy their beautiful nursing accessories from and where's the best place to connect with you both? So www.sistersaidso.com and it's sister with an A. Um, sometimes people get that wrong. That's okay. Um, and Instagram probably is our most comfortable um, space in terms of social media. Um, it's the best way to reach out if, you know, you just want to say hello on Instagram, although yeah. we are getting better with the TikTok. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, we're trying. Yeah. We're trying. But yeah, certainly Instagram. We're always. But our Insta handles at sister said so. Yeah. Beautiful. That's Amazing. Right. There you go, Queens. You can go and get yourself some pink compression socks and we can all yes. be twins. Love that so much. <laughs> Thank it. you both so much for your time and for sharing so authentically from your hearts. I just know that this episode is going to land for so, so many people. So oh, thank, thank you. you for having us. You're thank so you for welcome. the wonderful work you do. Oh, thank you. I love it. I like live for it. So it doesn't <laughs> really feel like work. It's just like, you know, like much like you both, the sole mission. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yep. You're in your own lane. Good for you. Mm, yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for listening, Queen. I hope you loved today's episode as much as I loved having this conversation. If you vibed, if you got some inspiration and you resonated with today's chat, then I would love it if you could share the podcast screenshot where you're listening and tag me at The Breakthrough Nurse. And if you vibe, then also leaving a review would mean the absolute world. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you are up to.